This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, Nadpoles. Caldwell here to talk to you about Hero Forge, the best place to get fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. I actually just built a version of my Underdark Gnome Illusion Wizard, Kraslo, for use in a home game my friend has been running, and it was incredibly fun getting to scroll through all the options and details to bring this mage-handed menace to life. Their easy-to-use design tools let you build your perfect miniature online using a fully 3D, in-depth character creator right in your browser. Oh, and before you ask, yes, Hero Forge has goggles, and yes, Kraslo is wearing them. So if you've been thinking about splurging on a miniature for your D&D campaign, wait no longer, because May 2nd to May 9th, Hero Forge is having a spring sale. You can get 10% off all physical miniatures and free shipping, including international shipping on all orders. The figures are tiny, but the savings are huge. To take advantage of this great offer, visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today and check back often because new content is added every week. Ooh, good to know. Kraslo just got a hat of vermin in the campaign, and I really want to find an annoying top hat for him to wear to represent that. In the meantime, that's it for me. Thanks for listening, and happy forging. Welcome to the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Bahumia, everybody. Bahumia. I'm your dungeon master, Brian Murphy, joined by Jake Erwitz. Give him a hand. He can shit on command. <laughs> Calder Kilda. <laughs> Incredible. No fire, but shit whenever you want it. Yeah. <laughs> Emily Axford. Ready to suckle from the teat of P-Knuckle. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> P-Betchacar. Somehow even that tastes like truffles. <laughs> suckle the truffle. Uh, and then, of course, Caldwell Tanner. Saul Buffo. Hey, did you know? I'm my own fucking dad. How's that for a frog fact? Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, and on that, why don't we go ahead and do a little recap? Yes, right on. please cap. So last time, you guys began by shitting on Glenn's note and sticking your boot in it in order to experience character growth. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Nothing. That's just normal Did I normal sell style. out a beautiful moment that my character could have had to make a joke? Yeah. Do I feel bad about it? No. Afterwards, you headed off to Shroomrot's lair to witness the fallout of the green dragon's poisoning of the fungal network. There, you saw an army of blue and green elves capture the small outpost of deep elves along with Elzor's uncle Shroomrot. The deep dragon was brought in for questioning about a void elf attack on a nearby blue elf fort, one owned by the high prince Periwinkle. Elzor went off to find their mom uh, to rescue Shroomrot, while the rest of you continued towards the summit. Along the way, you crossed through the High Prince Periwinkle's fort and <laughs> saw it completely overgrown and full of skeletons. Is that what he would have sounded like if we had met him? Periwinkle! Oh, yes. What could have been? Right. Uh, you saw that Periwinkle's fort resembled ruins more than a recent battleground. Suddenly, you were attacked by a supernatural storm, but with the help of Foster, who activated some kind of hidden power, you were able to barely escape. After gathering your breath, uh, you noticed some injured Void Elves nearby and succeeded in convincing them that you meant them no harm. 
Uh, their leader, Bumpy, <laughs> introduced himself, uh, but quickly recognized Saul uh, from an adventure they'd had 30 years ago. Wow. This greatly confused Saul, <laughs> who is only 29. Right. <laughs> These are the prequel books. Right. Uh, Bumpy revealed that the Saul he met was running away from Mothership and escaped to the Iron Deep Mountains. Saul was concerned that he could have had his memories wiped, but Calliope uh, posited that he could just be a clone. Uh, you resigned to seek out the original Saul, Saul's dad self, in the Iron Deep <laughs> Mountains after setting everything right here. Uh, you went on to speak to Bumpy about Foster, and the Void Elf surmised that your duck companion was likely from the Beastlands. Uh, he went on to talk about Oberon and how the hunter likely saw this serpent situation as more of a game than some divine retribution. Uh, Bumpy agreed to take you to the Crick to learn more, but not until the opportunity presented itself. No one can get to the Crick without the help of a guide. Uh, these guides hide as animals in the forest and seek out others who need passage home. On that, Bumpy's allies left to seek nearby guides while he agreed to join you on your mission to spy on the summit. The Void Elf transformed into a horse with a beautiful bowl cut and began <laughs> carrying you. And that's where we are now. Right. So we're astride Bumpy. You're astride Bumpy. <laughs> uh, wow, bumpy. I get why they call you Bumpy. Yeah, it's a bit Bumpy. You're yeah. kind of a big guy. Really? Yeah. Normally, just, you know, uh, two regular sized people would be tough. For, I'm happy uh, to walk. Yeah. You see, Bumpy's being kind of passive aggressive. <laughs> I don't want to, you know, be rude or or, or anything, you know, what? Creek hospitality. But... No, no, I'm happy to walk. I just, I hope I can keep up. I take short strides. Okay. Yeah, it's just that we're moving like five feet per round right now. <laughs> and I think I slipped a horse disc. I'm so sorry. All right, yeah. fine. Yeah, I'll, I'll carry Callie on piggyback. Okay. <laughs> oh, that also works. <laughs> okay, so now I'm walking by myself as a horse while a frog is carrying the second biggest person and the biggest guy is... Walking really slow to prove a point. <laughs> it's a pretty I good actually, summary. It's a much smoother ride. So yeah, so I'd rather ride on you. Doesn't sound smooth. <laughs> Saul just never gets tired. Just keeps hup 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 running along. Um, okay. So let me know how you guys want to travel because that will kind of determine who will have to deal with what. You guys are going to have to do encounter checks. Mm -hmm. And effectively, if you want to send somebody ahead to scout or if somebody's going to do deception checks wearing blue masks oh. or something like that, let me know how you guys are proceeding because that will uh, affect how the encounters happen. I think no matter what, I'm going to put a blue elf mask back on. Okay. Right. Because we can always fall back on that. Great. Yeah. Uh, you put the blue elf mask on. You see. I, I alert um, Bumpy before I do it. I'm yeah, not no, I to... saw the mask on before. I, <laughs> I, I have, you know, spatial awareness and recognition. I know <laughs> I know that you're Clappy. You see, as soon as you put the mask on, holy shit, the blue's found us. Run. I get you into character. Bumpy, it's your yeah, horse brain. Right. Bumpy Run. trots I'm off. I'm a real nasty bitch. Bumpy, now, now me, Calder Kilday, is going to don the mask. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Here I go. And it's on. Yeah, no, you look like a giant with a fucking elf mask on. Exactly. Right. Good. Yeah. Wearing tight he trusts clothing. us. Yeah. Uh, and listen, I usually have more spells to help in this situation, but uh, I spent a bunch of mine when we got caught in the storm back there, so I need a rest before I can be too much help, but um, I'm going to roll. As long as you got that hut ready to go. 
Yeah, well, I actually don't. Okay. <laughs> My staff is once a day Liam on tiny hut, and we we hut it up once. <laughs> all right, just all right. the one hut. Fair enough, one so, hut. Yeah, I hope that's all right. It's fine. You you guys aren't using me for my hood, are you? No, we would never. What? All right, because I just got the one. Do people do that? Yeah, sometimes. When does it recharge? <laughs> Tomorrow. Like at midnight? Give me pinochle. <laughs> Let's let get pinochle here, juice. <laughs> uh, Bumpy will roll a d4 to see how many first level spells he still has. Okay. Uh, Bumpy still has three first level spells, but he's, nice. he's spent his second level. Okay, so you... What sort of concept do you have about what we are going into? Yeah. So right now you guys are in a no man's land in between all of the blue dragon elf forts mm. of the southern living wood. Uh, you right. need to cut through the territory of one more fort before you get to Laverick's lair, which okay. is where uh, the summit is. Uh, you still have mm. a little bit of traveling to do, and you know that there are scouts about, so there still might be people to deal with between here and there. Right. Yeah. Uh, Saul's going to wear his mask on the top of his head so he can slide it down if he needs to. And he's just going to jump into the trees and start scouting ahead. Yeah, that sounds good. Got it. Okay. Callie, I'm going to have to put you down. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Like, so... killed me? <laughs> but I've been a good dog. Oh. I've been a really good Saul, dog. Saul, that's way harsh. <laughs> if anyone goes off by themselves, they're mm-hmm. doing stealth checks by themselves, and they will have to deal with a full round of whatever it is they run into before anyone else does. But it also allows them to give people a heads up. So if Saul has mm-hmm. awesome stealth, that's a good move. If he doesn't have awesome stealth, it's a bad move. Yeah. My stealth is really good. Mine's pretty good, too. Uh, and I will be asking uh, everyone's favorite question. Uh, do I get swamp camouflage? Yes, you do. Awesome. Great. Then, yeah, my stealth is very good. My stealth is very bad. So, by all means. Okay. Okay. I uh, mean, do we want to split up then? Yeah. So I that mean, Saul's not, like, entirely alone? If you want to come up to the treetops with me, I mean, I've seen you move. You can get up there pretty easy. <laughs> I scurry up like a horror movie <laughs> child. I mean, <laughs> misty step, but okay. <laughs> Wow, that was actually very cumbersome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ka- Callie's in uh, like chainmail trying to climb up. <laughs> I speak with plants, but just to be like, what the fuck, tree? Callie, yeah. <laughs> hold something. Use the branches. Why are you just hugging the tree and shimmy? <laughs> yeah, she's not using her legs at all; just all arms. <laughs> the front of it's me impressive. is chafed. <laughs> chafed. Bumpy, can you turn me into a horse? I'm ready. Yeah, is that a first level spell? <laughs> I can't. I can only turn myself into a horse. Calder shuts his eyes. <laughs> can you turn Do him it. into a hut? <laughs> I can't turn anybody into anything. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll just pretend to be a blue elf leading a horse through the woods. All right. Great. All right. Why don't we stay kind of far back? Because you look very suspicious. Uh, Saul looks super suspicious as well, but Saul uh, can hide. Yeah. Well, I have this shirt that gives me minus two to charisma, so I, <laughs> we could lie to people. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> okay. Um, so Saul has jumped up into the trees uh, and is scouting up ahead, is jumping from tree to tree. Go ahead and give me perception checks. <laughs> it's a natural one. Okay. 17. Good okay. thing I came along. <laughs> Kelly, you're covering my eyes. And you tried to put me down. <laughs> I'm going to say Saul, yeah, with a natural one, had he been by himself, he would have stumbled into this without even knowing that he had to do a stealth check. So Saul is kind of going so fast through the trees. um, And Callie, you're kind of having trouble keeping up for a little bit. um, But then uh, you hear something up ahead. You grab Saul. You guys slow down. uh, You stop in the trees. 
Uh, up ahead, uh, there's a, a little bit of a clearing, um, and you see that there are two blue dragon elf uh, pikemen, the ones with these like pikes or halberds, these like long pole arms. Um, and then there's also a blue wyvern with an archer on it. You see this wyvern, uh, which is essentially a dragon that doesn't have like claws or legs, but has like a big stinger on their tail uh, oh, wow. and and wings. Uh, a pretty fierce animal uh, and with an archer on the back, uh, pretty tough stuff. So uh, you guys need to get past this somehow to be able to signal to Calder and uh, Bumpy for them to uh, be able to get by it without doing a stealth check. Um, how far ahead would you say we are from Bumpy and Calder? I'll say about 100 feet. 100 feet. Wow. Okay. That wyvern looks pretty intimidating. Pretty gnarly weavern. Do we want to try to do some sort of deception? I think this might be a job for me. I can rustle up in a brush and make some noise and then just like sprint and kind of loop around and catch along the other side. I like that option. Cool. Sweet. Okay. All right. First things first, go ahead and give me a stealth check. Stealth. And you've got your uh, swamp camouflage. Oh, baby. Uh, it's going to be a 26. 26. Sick. Okay. Saul is silent as he uh, flies through the trees. Um, and as you uh, blow past these guys, um, you get a little bit closer and... Oh, yeah. Can I, like, eavesdrop a little bit? Yeah. So you can hear what they're talking about. Mm. You see they're lazily kind of walking along, doing some scouting. The wyvern rider is hovering through the trees while the pikemen are marching at its sides. Uh, you see one of the pikemen looks up and just kind of casually goes... Why are we out here trying to find Void Elves? We know who actually killed Periwinkle. And the Wyvern Rider goes, Oh, hush, we're all just playing our parts. Besides, it's never a bad idea to strike some fear into the voids. No one should be able to appear and disappear as they do. Saul disappears while listening. <laughs> Saul, Saul disappears, yeah. Um, Saul, you are able to uh, sneak around to the other side. First of all, uh, I pull out my journal and I write down all this information so I don't forget about it. Okay. Uh, and then what I want to do is from a hiding point uh, I want to kind of whisper but loud enough for them to hear I think I saw the entrance to the creek this way. Sick, yeah. Go ahead and give me a deception check with advantage. Love it. Mm. Deception is not my strong suit. Uh, that's a six and a seven. My deception is... Okay, oh, plus two, uh, so a nine. A nine. As you say that, the pikemen look up at each other, then look into the woods towards you. You see the wyvern rider perks up. Uh. There's trickery afoot! <laughs> wyvern team, engage! <laughs> uh, you see the wyvern shoots off into the woods towards you, like in your direction with the pikemen following. Uh, it seems like with the failed deception check, the blue elves know your approximate location. Go ahead and give me a stealth check with disadvantage, which uh, flattens out to uh, just a regular, just regular roll because, because of you my swamp camouflage. camouflage. Okay. So they're all following me. They're all running towards they're me. They're coming towards you. Okay, so you, you have an opportunity to jump into the woods and mm -hmm. stuff. It's, it's all good for your friends, right. but they might kill you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, kind of a 50-50, huh? Okay, so flat roll, that's going to be a 12. Uh, my stealth is plus 7, uh, so 19. Woo! All right. Okay, uh, the problem is, is you're not going up against their passive perception now. They are looking for you. Yeah. These guys are going to all do rolls. Okay. Oh, dear. First guy gets a 3. Woo! Second guy gets a 12. Uh, so these two pikemen rush in. They do not seem to see you. 
Arcane Archer is going to look. Mm. Arcane Archer has plus five to perception. So 14 or higher, Seesaw. That's a 14. Okay, all right. Everybody go ahead and roll initiative. <laughs> <laughs> crit. Ooh, nice. Crit. Got a nat 20. Why the fuck? I should have let you do that, Callie. I don't know what I was thinking. I got a 14 because I got a nat 10. Uh, that's going to be a six for Saul. Saul is a little spooked. At initiative 26, that is Callie. Callie, you hear chaos as the wyvern and the two pikemen have found Saul in the woods. Uh, the wyvern is faster than Saul for sure. I think what I want to do, because I don't really want to reveal my position. I want to sort of like confuse them. I'm gonna, from far away, give Saul a little thumbs up, a little bardic inspiration. Okay. I'm like the uh, director in the theater wings being like, <laughs> good work. Um, and then I want to, remember those tech bombs we had? Yeah. Oh, the grenades. I want to hook a grenade at the wyvern and the wyvern rider. Okay, they need to make dexterity saving throws, but I'm going to say throwing this grenade through the woods. You were kind of hiding back there. Give me an athletics check. 30, 20. Yeah, Callie, uh, you toss this uh, fragmentation grenade uh, that you looted off these dwarven mercenaries. Uh, It rockets through the trees. Uh, You follow exactly where this wyvern was going. Uh, You see, yeah, you time it out uh, to throw it a little bit ahead of them, and it explodes in front of them. Uh, Go ahead and roll five D6s. Ooh. 23! Ow! Uh, 23, uh, they're gonna go ahead and make uh, deck saves real quick as they try to avoid the shrapnel. Okay, so unfortunately they do pass, uh, but they still are going to take half. Mm. Uh, You see, as the grenade whizzes by their head, the archer atop the wyvern looks up and goes, Wyvern senses engage! Uh, (laughs) And they attempt to do a a sharp turn, uh, but still get hit with a bunch of the shrapnel. Ah! God. I like my new grenade. Um, uh, but after Callie, that is the Wyvern Rider's turn. Uh, he sort of rights his mount, uh, gets the Wyvern flying right again, uh, and continues pursuing Saul. Uh, as he does, he's going to pull out his arcane bow um, and take two shots. Oh. Uh, that's a 25 to hit. Um, I'm going to need to make those with disadvantage because of my cloak, my scarf. Ah, yes. Yeah. Uh, not one. Misses yes! on the first oh. attack. <laughs> I hold up the mass. <laughs> the arrow shatters it. Uh, second attack is a 19 to hit, even with disadvantage. All right, that's going to hit. Uh, is going to, uh, has magically enchanted arrows, is going to use grasping arrow. Uh, you see lightning bolts burst uh, from this arrow uh, and start to wrap around you, uh, attempting to like hold you in place magically. <laughs> 16 damage. 16 damage. Uh, I'm going to try to deflect that. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to roll my d10. Oh, all right. So it's uh, I take away 14 damage from it, but I can't fully deflect it. Okay. So you grab it um, and then uh, these lightning bolts explode from around it and wrap around you um, and you feel your movement is constricted. <laughs> Uh, And with that, the wyvern is going to swoop down. Uh, You see uh, this tail sparking with lightning uh, goes and is going to take a swing at you. 24 to hit. That hits. Wait, with disadvantage? No more disadvantage. You already hit this turn. Good call. 11 piercing damage. And then I need you to uh, do a DC 15 constitution saving throw. uh, As you feel uh, like lightning going through you, like shocking you. (laughs) Why burn? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, okay. Uh, yeah, I fail. Okay. You take an additional 24 lightning damage. Jesus. 
Uh-oh. Uh, you guys, uh, Saul's just getting fried. I, I think I might be down. Okay, I think this plan didn't work out. Mm-hmm. So Saul goes yeah, down? Saul's down. Okay. Jesus. Hell. After Saul's turn, that's Bumpy's turn. Bumpy is a horse. Hi, oh, Bumpy. <laughs> All right, I'm kind of a horse right now because I don't think I can do too much else. Charge. Uh, and this actually works out pretty well for you, Calder, because we said you were 100 feet back. And I was like, that's going to kind of take Calder out of the fight if they go ahead. But Bumpy, with a dash action, is going to get 120 feet. So yes! you catch right up. <laughs> yes, uh, Bumpy! So Saul, as you as you start to fade, as you feel uh, the lightning uh, kind of shock you um, and your body start to seize up and you start to pass out, as your eyes begin to close, the last thing you see <laughs> is a horse with a bowl cut with Calder on its back uh, jump over a bush. <laughs> what are you? Stand down. I'm the boss. Um, <laughs> after Bumpy's turn, that's Calder's turn. Oh, all right. I'll do a deception check and see if he believes that I'm the boss. <laughs> um, do I do I get any type of advantage since I'm a mounted combatant? <laughs> Against a guy in a wyvern? No. <laughs> you got to ask. Yeah. You have to ask everybody. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll say that uh, you ran straight towards Saul. You heard this hubbub. Um, and yeah, you see this uh, high elf archer on top of the wyvern. Uh, you can attack... Either one. They did um, not fly away. They very confidently uh, right. thought that they like kind of uh, eliminated the threat here. <laughs> or at um, least they got hit in the back with a grenade. So I know something's out there, but I <laughs> at least knocked this guy down. Okay. I'm going to try to hit these guys with an ice knife. Um, so you you pop out. This horse with a bowl cut jumps a bush. Um, you just <laughs> form a magical knife in your hand. What giant elf throwing... Ice knives? What's your what's your vibe? Uh, That's it. You throw it. Uh, first, make an attack roll against the guy. All as right. this ice knife whoosh, sails through the woods. Yes, that's a twenty-four to hit. Uh, twenty-four Ooh. hits. Okay, so he is going to take ten damage, baby. Sick. Uh, this guy already looks quite hurt. Um, <laughs> and then he makes a deck save. Okay. He fails. All right. Does the, the wyvern? Does the wyvern well? also does. Wyvern also fails. All right, oh, and they are yeah. both going to take an additional 10 damage. Sick. Um, the archer looks incredibly hurt, and the uh, wyvern looks looks generally fine, kind of like reels back a little bit and looks vicious, um, but you see that the archer looks nervous. <laughs> retreat! Retreat! You don't have time. I'm going to use war magic and take a melee attack against him. Oh! Sick. Ooh, baby, that's a 19 on the die. That's a 27. Nice. Um, yeah, this dude totally would have flown away if he knew that there were more people here, but <laughs> fucking Calder and Bumpy, man. 13 damage. 13 damage? This guy has one HP left. Woo! Ooh, damn it. Oh, 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 protect me! That's all I can do. Okay. Um, after Calder's turn, that is the two pikemen. The two pikemen are going to surround Bumpy and Calder. Oh, shit, man. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay, horse. <laughs> Did that horse just speak? Whoa, Bumpy. <laughs> uh, 15 hit Calder misses. 8 hit Calder misses. Uh, t- two swings from the one pike man, two swings from the other. 18 hit. Doesn't do it. Doesn't do it. Okay. Another 18 to hit. Uh, these two pikemen surround you. Um, Bumpy is bumping up and down. Uh, Calder, you are using your sword <laughs> and blocking. Speaking of, I think I'll use my reaction and repost one of those pikemen. Sick. Uh, and, 
attack them, but that is only a three, so okay. I'll uh, miss. So you miss. So for a second, you look like you're a real pro uh, horse rider, uh, but it's mostly bumpy, just moving out of the way. Uh, and then you go to swing forward. Uh, you feel the uh, saddle shift, and you start to fall off. Quit bucking oh, me, bumpy. it, bumpy. What do you want me to do? What is this, a damn rodeo? Uh, after the pikeman, that is Saul's turn. So I'll go ahead and give me a death saving throw. Okay, great. <laughs> Very fun going at the bottom of the initiative, so you get to roll. Okay. Uh, great. 19. Okay. Uh, Saul on the way to stabilization. Uh, after Saul, that's Callie's turn. I'm going to enter the fray. Okay. Um, and I'm going to target the wyvern. Okay. So that I can do a slashing flourish on his rider. Sick. 21 to hit. 21 hits. I'm just going to do a second level smite. Okay. 32 damage to the wyvern. Sweet. Uh, yeah, you see, you slash into it, explosion of arcane energy. Your monostone glows. It goes up through your arm and through your sword, slash into it. This thing squeals and rears back. <laughs> I reluctantly say, thank you, mothership. <laughs> and then I will do my slashing damage, uh, expend a bardic to slash the uh, guy. He's at one HP. How do, you, how do you finish him? I think I just take my luck blade and I shove it all the way down. <laughs> What? <laughs> and then wave him around a bit. Jesus Christ, you just kebab him? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My God, Kelly. <laughs> the, Trying to scare off the other the guys. Two, the two bikemen look at you. Insane <laughs> wrist strength. <laughs> Insane wrist strength. Show kebab ya. Run. <laughs> They're thinking about it. And then with my free hand, I will bonus action give Saul a uh, potion. <laughs> Incredible <laughs> dexterity. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, so go ahead and roll. Uh, Saul, you can go ahead and in the background roll uh, 4d4 Perfect. plus 4. After Callie's turn, that's the archer plus the wyvern. Archer is super dead. Ah, I'm a uh, The wyvern even though it's Rider's Dead, is going to stick around just because it's got, you know, it just got fucking slashed for so much damage. Fine. <laughs> Come at me. Yeah. Um, is going to take a biting attack against Callie. Uh, just this giant flying worm takes a freaking bite at you. Uh, that's only 16 hits. Misses! Uh, then you see the lightning charged stinger swings around to go Ooh. hit you. That is going to hit. That's 25 to hit. Uh, Callie, that is 10 damage. Okay. And I'm going to need a con saving throw. You, like Saul, uh, feel like a charge of energy go through you as the thing attempts to incapacitate you. <laughs> uh, Callie, did the plan work? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, we're all here. Oh, Bumpy. Yeah, hey. <laughs> you created a hell of a diversion. <laughs> 14. 14 fails. Okay. Uh, you take an additional 25 damage. Okay. Uh, after the Wyvern's turn, that's Bumpy's turn. Fuck him up, Bumpy. You guys want me to turn back into Bumpy and heal somebody or do you want me to stay a horse and run around? Um, how are you doing, Kelly? How I'm doing versus what I want him to do are yeah. discordant with this each tricky. other. This is very tricky. Okay. <laughs> heal, right. heal someone. Actually, heal Saul, maybe. Alright, Calder! Uh, this is gonna be weird for a second. Uh, you say, he starts to anamorph out oh. of being a horse. Uh, your Let bones me cracking. Uh, you're on top of him, like, I'm piggyback so sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. You didn't warn me. You big for this. This would have been a much better distraction. Um, we'll go ahead and cast a first level cure wounds on uh, Saul here. Oh, thank you. Uh, you see, as Bumpy shows up, Crick Elf, uh, Black Mask on, uh, you see these two blue dragon elves uh, turn and
and uh, point their pikes uh, at him. Uh, he heals you for six, Saul. Woo. Okay. Um, that's Calder's turn. Um, I'm going to attack these two guys who just pointed their swords at my new friend and yeah. horse. <laughs> 22 to hit. Uh, hit. All right. You can't attack me, man. I used to be this guy's horse. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I feed him an apple. <laughs> he, he eats it like a horse. Uh, 13 damage. Oh God. His teeth stayed the same. And that's a crit, baby. Yeah! Jesus. These guys, I mean, they should be hitting you guys and doing some damage. <laughs> you guys are kind of doing awesome for a fight that started with a giant worm stabbing us all with a poison needle. Everything is going exactly to plan. <laughs> 30 damage. Jesus Christ. You completely murder one. Sword just bisects him in half like through the hip uh, and then goes deep into the other dude. Oh my god! An apple a day keeps your enemies at bay. <laughs> yeah, you tell him. Uh, this last pikeman, uh, it's his turn. Uh, he's going to disengage and run off into the woods. Do I get an opportunity attack? No, he disengages. But he's only 30 feet away. And honestly, uh, Bumpy goes... You know, I, I'm not necessarily for murdering fleeing enemies, but he did. We need, a, we need a fourth uh, blue dragon costume. Let's get him. Yeah. <laughs> I'll help. leave my mask. Also, I swear to freaking God, I will tell you. Okay, leave your mask and you'll leave with your life. Okay. Are we sure about but that? Wait, I feel no. like we're trying to keep a low profile here. Uh, yeah, it's all certain. Um, yeah, I guess I, I, I quickly look to uh, Calder and Callie. Let's t we have to at least tie him up. Oh, yeah, sure. At least yeah, tie him up. Yeah. Hey, you, excuse me, sir. Yeah. You left your death. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Saul, so you, um, with your movement, uh, you easily get up to him because he can only go 30 feet. You can go 45. Uh, so you get right up next to him. Yeah. I'm just like I running we beside can ask him. about the fort. Yeah. Let's yeah. ask him some okay. free questions. I'm done. <laughs> You're yeah. done? Okay. Yeah, don't. <laughs> Oh, just, I quit being an elf. Yeah, the um, thing is, I would like to tie him up to the tree, though. Okay. Just for oh, yeah. like the. I'll say there's kind of a standoff. He holds his hand up. The wyvern's still going absolutely. Oh ape right, shit. I forgot about the wyvern. Uh, at, I'll say Saul kind of has this guy. Yeah. Uh, dude has his arm, hands up. After Saul, that's Callie. I'm gonna just attack again. Great. That's gonna hit. Sweet. All right. You know what? Who needs spells? I'm using them all. Uh, just a first level smite, and I'm going to do a defensive flourish. We're sleeping well tonight. 29 damage. You. Callie, you can add this wyvern to your kebab. <laughs> uh, stab through. I, actually, I prefer to make him into a side salad. Okay. <laughs> oh, ceviche wyvern. <laughs> I actually think he's like really cool, though. I kind of don't want to kill a wyvern. Just want to knock it out? Yeah. <laughs> Seems more fun. Okay. I have no way to like affect it otherwise. So I want to knock it out and like drag it into a cave. <laughs> Go to bed. You Go drag, to sleep. You drag the wyvern away. The, the blue dragon off is just there. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Can I throw another grenade at the mouth of the cave to cause a cave? <laughs> collapse it. Yeah. The wyvern. The wyvern's stuck in that for okay. a while. It's gonna slow him down. All right. Why. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. You've got but this. You're entombing him. This no. blue dragon elf here. Hands up. Yeah, I'm just like with my gauntlets, like gripping him around the waist. Okay, yeah. What do you want? You <laughs> want my mask? I want to yeah. know your name. I, and I want the mask. <laughs> my yeah. favorite thing is making Murph. <laughs> my name is Cheswick. Okay. <laughs> Sh give me your shoelaces, Cheswick. <laughs> Fine. They're just boots. You just Fine. slip them on. They're slip on. Okay, yeah, give them to me. Put your yeah. pants on backwards. <laughs> Cheswick, Fine. which fort do you report to? Tell us your fort report. Okay. I right. pushed Cheswick. Ah, <laughs> I, I will the, absolutely put okay, you in the Okay, the High Prince Cobalt. Cobalt. 
The High Prince Cobalt? Yes. Cobalt. Oh, okay. Which fort is that? Like, if I'm looking at a map. Right. And if let's you were say, to, like, where in the, the chest hair? Yeah. Where in the chest hair? Yeah. You see, uh, yeah, you pull out your map. You show them any points. Uh, and it's the fort that you would go through. It's the, like, okay. southwesternmost right. fort. Cheswick, okay. I have something really exciting for you. <laughs> okay. If you wanted to in this moment, you could fully flip and join us. How do you like that, Cheswick? Yeah. Yeah. We can put it in order for a track jacket for you. I would love to join your team. <laughs> I really would. We got Chess. I'm in. All right, Chess. I'm in, guys. Here, do you want an apple? Yeah. Yeah, I do. <laughs> you got to eat it all. I'll eat the whole fucking apple, man. <laughs> you got to eat the core, too. I'll eat the core. <laughs> You're not half bad, Chess. The seeds. Crunch the Crunch seeds. The seeds. <laughs> I'm crunching the seeds. I'm eating the core. <laughs> I'm oh. eating the little stem. Eat the stem. I, I, eat the stem. Yeah, I'm eating the stem. <laughs> Chase, wait. I need you to tell me, as my new teammate, which okay. I'm assuming you are sincerely excited about. Of course. Tell me all about the fort that the four of us, five of us, are going to. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a training yard and at different hours of the day, there's higher levels of sort of activity. I feel like, are you distressed, Cheswick? We're buddies. What is going on? <laughs> can, I use, um, can I use my friend's cantrip on him to try to expedite uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. this? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He has a, a friend's cantrip. Uh, he starts to calm down a little bit um, and he goes, right, Cheswick, we're friends. As buddies. long as you stay outside of the castle walls, of course, there's always a chance he'll be spotted by a wyvern or a dragon or something overhead. You really just need to be worried about the foot soldiers and whatnot. And I can tell you, I know all of the drills throughout the day. So if you want to get past her alive, you're going to want old Cheswick to be alive. <laughs> oh, Cheswick, you're so funny. Right? I'm looking hilarious. You, you, you look unsteady I'm here. I'm in the crew. Okay? Have, have another apple. Yeah, I'll take another apple. I, and the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. Don't <laughs> Don't eat it too fast. <laughs> yeah, so I know all of the times of when there's the shift changes in the guards. I know right. when the dragon flyers are out. I know when that's great. That's great. Hey, just turn into a horse and let's get out of here. I can't. Um, what? It's <laughs> more. That's more of a bumpy thing, man. Yeah, don't step on Bumpy's territory. Sorry. Can I? I'm going to use a key point to activate my um, spectral visage uh, okay. and just do an inside check to make sure that he's telling us the truth about all this stuff. Sure. Go ahead and make an insight check. 18. You don't know if he's going to like betray you or not, but it seems like that information that he said right there was him telling the truth probably. Okay. All yeah. Right. Actually, he could be very useful because maybe, you know, we can use him as a distraction. Yeah. Or, it, you know, even if he just calls out to somebody and oh, says true. not to worry. I am yeah, if he's like, I'm, I'm all like... plugged up from eating all those apples. Well, he should mention the apples. He, he shouldn't mention, mention the apples? He should not mention the apples. Yeah, he shouldn't. Right. I think he should probably act What if I say that I found I, Ideally, he I doesn't say- I found my own apples? Yeah, well, just don't <laughs> don't say anything that Saul tells um, you to say. Unless it's fucking normal. I don't know what the fuck you talk about at your forts. If it's normal talk about to talk no. about apples- I feel then... like the ap- they incepted you to think that you talk about apples more than you do. <laughs> yeah, I don't want you talking- I want you acting like no, a I'm normal- I'm just kind of thinking about apples because yeah. I'm sick from eating all the pits. There's two <laughs> apples. Right, let's let's yeah, so try we're, to. We're bringing you with us. Yeah, we're not going to kill you unless you betray us. How's that? Yeah, it's a great deal. Okay. So let's start moving. All right, let's all link arms. Yeah, um, yeah you guys um, hold up your weapons. Um, Cheswick walks along with you guys. Um, 
As you guys make your way through the woods, once again, you guys can kind of hear some activity and stuff, uh, dragons overhead and, and whatnot, but uh, for the most part, you're able to uh, avoid other people for a little bit. Um, as you guys continue, you see the sun begins to go down. The canopy of trees letting in bright daylight shifts to a purplish red as the sun sets. And uh, go ahead and give me perception checks. That's a natural 20. Oh, Jesus. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, as you guys are walking, um, you guys notice some scattered wood about and at mm-hmm. first it looks like there could have been some fort or a scout tower here um, but with a nat 20 I'll say that uh, you see this and you recognize this instantly as the planks of a ship like an airship uh, oh. and you look like a little bit further to the east you walk like in the wrong direction for like a, a minute um, and you find the wreckage of an airship here it looks to have been pulled down out of the sky by a dragon most of it is scattered around uh, but there are two uh, huge pieces of hull that are cracked apart in the middle. Uh, and you see, this looks like this was a mothership airship. What oh. happened here, Cheswick? Okay, well, <laughs> we're known to track the comings and goings of mothership when there's certain things that we want to get from them. Mm-hmm. Um, we have people on the inside who tell us when the shipments are coming and going. We're able to track them, and then we snatch them up out of the sky. And what'd you take out of this ship? Yeah, what'd you get? Out of this ship in particular? What am I, the ship please? Uh, what you're not is someone who can talk back to me. <laughs> what would a ship police do? The ship police, I guess, would know like everything about the ships. I, I think you're talking about like a captain or like a quartermaster. Anyway, what is he the ship, please? <laughs> you know, as far as you're concerned, yes. <laughs> okay. Salute me. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> All right, just I'll eat the apple. Why are you getting confident? Cheswick, <laughs> you weren't even offered an apple. Now you're just getting crazy with no, the I'm apples. I'm just hungry. I didn't get, get to eat a meal today. <laughs> you had two while. apples. <laughs> I know, it's just no, it's no protein. <laughs> we normally would have stopped and had a snack. <laughs> you're getting cranky, that's clear. <laughs> you see, um, is this guy the snack police? <laughs> P-Knuckle comes over. <laughs> get this guy a truffle, he's angry. <laughs> I guess I could eat truffles, that's fine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Cheswick communicates mm-hmm. that dragon elves hijack airships, which you guys would know that, I mean, that's why Mothership hates the dragon elves so much is because mm-hmm. they've gummed up their trade routes, mm-hmm. both by by being between Esri and the Iron Deep Mountains and by attacking the airspace with dragons. Uh, so they have to like go way around. And every once in a while, they try to sneak one over the... Uh, the forest and the elves tend to see him coming. Can so, we take a peek in the hole and yeah. see if there's anything Go ahead in and here? give me uh, investigation checks. Oh, yeah, baby. 22. This is so devastating. I'm rolling so well, but everyone... Is also rolling well? Is also rolling <laughs> well. I got an ace, so don't worry. <laughs> you roll better than Frogson. <laughs> Detective. Uh, what do you detect, Sir Calder? You guys look in the cracked hole here. You see there are shattered wood shipping crates inside that look like they have been looted already. Uh, You see that there are papers stapled to the insides of the crates in order to kind of denote what should be in there. Ah. Uh, The papers are mostly torn up, but you find enough uh, pieces here and there. Uh, The ship looks like it was mostly carrying magical items and components, simple things like magical lanterns. But you see that amongst all of this stuff, uh, there was a massive order of these things called Arkinetic Transmitters. Arkinetic Transmitters. And anybody can give me uh, an Arcana check or a history check. 
That's a, another nat 20. Wow. Jesus <laughs> Christ. So, Saul. Yeah. Albin would talk about these all the time. Oh, yeah. He was always complaining about the arkinetic transmitters. Yep. So, um, these are kind of the building blocks of mothership technology. These allow a transfer of power from one source to another. So, for instance, a wizard who could cast fireball could enchant gloves and make the glove be able to cast fireball. They're making products using so you magic. Can, yeah, you can put spells it's a component. into things. Yes. Okay. Ah. Okay. So they could easily be mass-producing weapons with these. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't like that these are in the hands of the blues or the greens. I don't like that they're in the woods. Yeah. You know that the greens are against the blues, right? Cheswick. Uh, guys, go ahead and give me an insight check. Nat twenty. Nat three. I also got a nat twenty. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Cheswick goes. What? Oh my God! Um, but you guys, you already knew. Are you okay with it? Are you on the side of the greens? Okay. Do we want to put all our cards out on the table? Yes, because you I do? got a nat twenty. So okay. tell me everything. Put all your apples on the table. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The greens have this grand plan, and they needed some blues on the inside, and the high prince Cobalt has been promised the throne. After the High King is dead. So there's some blues and some greens working together. The High Prince Cobalt know that Periwinkle was going to have to eat it for High Prince Cobalt to get a promotion? We're all devastated by Periwinkle's death. but (laughs) They should call call him Cobalt. That's really good. They should call him what? Like it's a for Hey, you're a prisoner. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Crack up at that. Starts weaving. <laughs> How do you, just like a soldier, right? know about this? Yes. Yeah, because you're no one. Okay. Rude. First off. Sorry. My, my friend's taking shits better than you. I've seen them. <laughs> Very rude. Did you say better rather than bigger? <laughs> <laughs> takes good, bigger and better. Not big shits, but good ones. <laughs> it's about quality. <laughs> I'll do a poop check Look really at- quick. <laughs> 14. <laughs> Look, I may have taken a shift here or there. Not a shit, but a shift. Mm-hmm. Uh, wearing the Void Elf mask, it's, it's... We're all involved to a certain extent with the staged attacks. And Cobalt's men are leading the fake investigation against the Void. So we're kind of keeping the wild goose chase going. Keeping the crown busy while the Greens do their work. During this conversation, I'm like... I'm wanting to collect this evidence. I know that... We have these little mana stones. Is there like any recording capacity? This is mm. kind of why I'm. If there's go not ahead, anything, yeah. go ahead and make me uh, an arcana check. I'm just like fiddling with it, like wanting to. Really good idea. That's an at twenty. Yes. <laughs> so many twenties. <laughs> Callie, what are you curious about in this moment? Like, what is what is the question you want to ask? Or like, what are you I think trying to I'm record? just like digging into this mana stone i've kept it around for some reason and so i'm like thinking about alexandre and like i know that we're offline but there's some sort of like technology in here so i'm just kind of like digging around i just want to bait him into saying it if there was any way to have some sort of recording callie you um channel some energy into your mana stone and you don't 
have precise enough control of it to trigger any kind of like recording mechanism. That's not really how this worked, but you do feel a surge of power in there and you feel something activate and you get the sense of another presence. It kind of feels like when Alexandrite would contact you in the past and suddenly you see the Rolodex, the message sending toilet paper in your pack. <laughs> rolls out of your pack and shows a message. They're powering a weapon. What? Who is it from? Oh, shit. It's Beatrix. Yeah. It's... Wait! Alexandrix. Is she... Has she been watching us this whole time? Or did you, like, accidentally reach out to I her? I just kind of, like, dug around in my belly button a bit. <laughs> And you found some really duplicitous lint in there. <laughs> that's deep belly button lint. Yeah. <laughs> that was arcane lint. So that's what all the arcanetic transmitters are doing. What are you powering, Chess? I don't, they don't let me in on everything. We were told that we need the arcanetic transmitters, that the greens have some weapon that's going to make this all worth it. Ugh. What sort of detail are you assigned to tomorrow? Well, I'm not really assigned to do anything. We're sort of just guests. The Greens are supposed to be putting on a demonstration. So they're going to reveal this weapon tomorrow. Yeah. Using arcanetic transmitters, this doesn't... This doesn't jive with this supposedly, like, organic beast. If Wait. that's their weapon, then they're trying to replicate the natural. The beast they're is imbuing their weapon. Yeah. Oh. So they're, oh. it's all connected. They're making like dragon guns. <laughs> that sounds, oh, fuck, that's that sounds sick. sick. Now you understand why I yeah. fucking fell for this guy. Yeah. All right, Cheswick, it was nice knowing you. <laughs> what? Wait, we need him to go wait, through wait, 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 wait. I just we wanted to scare him. him. <laughs> okay. I'm fucking with you. All right. <laughs> Come here, Cheswick. All right. <laughs> My God! <laughs> uh, you see, uh, Ches Cheswick does volunteer. Now that you're saying that, it does jog my memory a bit. Oh, um, I, we Cheswick, were told, come I, I'm on! Not, I'm, I'm pretty far down the pecking order. I have to be honest. However, we were told that the Greens had something that they couldn't control and needed help controlling it. Mm. All right. Okay. Well, this is. Unexpected, uh, but also exactly what I expected. Uh, I feel like we've gotten what we need from Cheswick. Yeah. And I just, I don't really want to linger yeah, and I find out what's going on. I say we get there and just cover ourselves with leaves and shit until yeah. we completely blend in with the wall and yeah. we can just spy on the entire thing. Yeah. I'm cool with leaves and shit. <laughs> cool. Then if that's the case, I'm going to use my final third level spell and cast Pass Without Trace with it. Because I just want to fucking speed through this. Yeah. All right. All right. And are we keeping Cheswick around or we yeah, want to put him in a cave us. as well? Okay. We're keeping him around. We need to fucking put him in a cave. Oh, okay. <laughs> Once we get past the fort. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> or yeah. maybe like a hollow tree. I love that for Cheswick. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Shove him in a locker. I should like a little tree for it, Cheswick. <laughs> You've sounds, been promoted. It sounds You're wonderful. <laughs> hey, everybody. It's Emily here to talk to you about Mint Mobile. 
It's spring cleaning. We're getting rid of the things that don't serve us anymore, and you know what doesn't serve anyone? Expensive phone bills. If you'd like to declutter your finances, it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. That's mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash P-A-W-P-A-W. $45 upfront payment minimum required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Goodbye, sweeties. Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Aura Frames. Are you looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the moms in your life? Well, look no further. Aura Frames are the beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload and share photos via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. My mom, my mother-in-law, and my grandmother-in-law all have auras from me and they love them. So from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, and even the friends in your life, every mom loves an aura frame named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. Trademark, brother. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. They're easy to set up, they are the perfect gift, and they've got unlimited storage, unlimited photos and videos. You can invite as many people as you want to a frame. There are absolutely no hidden fees or subscriptions. How beautiful is that? And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That is Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use the code PAWPAW at checkout to save terms and conditions apply. Thank you, everybody. (laughs) Okay, um, so you guys travel past the airship wreckage and close in on the final fort uh, before breaking out of Blue Elf territory. Uh, Everybody go ahead and give me perception checks. Nat 20, finally. (laughs) This is fucking insane. I've been rolling rolling 17s, 18s, 19s, and they don't even matter right now. (laughs) This is unreal. Okay. Uh, Fucking eagle-eyed Calder. Um, You guys see a huge stone keep uh, protected by giant stone walls uh, covered in moss and vines. You see there are scout towers at the gates uh, with arcane archers inside, but also there are roosts for dragons. You see two young blue dragons up in the roosts, kind of on guard duty here. Overhead, there are wormlings, dragonels, and wyverns. Out in uh, front, in the yard, there are pikemen sparring, doing military exercises. The fort and the area all around it is full of people. The woods around here are crawling with blue elves. But Calder, with that nat 20, you look around and see that there are other nearby scout towers that aren't on the castle wall. 
Um, but they're like a little bit out. These look like maybe like hunting grounds or areas for people to scout uh, the approaching paths to see people coming towards the fort. Um, and Calder, you notice one that is taller than the rest. It looks like the top breaks out through the trees. Mm. And unlike the others, which as the sun goes down, look like they've got like fires and torches on on the inside. This one does not have any light coming off of it. Interesting. What is, uh, what's the deal with that? Uh, Ch- Cheswick goes... Well, that tower's specifically for scouting airships, but I guess with Mothership gone, it's probably mostly unoccupied. Oh, okay. And so with that at 20, you guys are able to find an area with basically extremely lack security and <laughs> bypass the whole fort. Fort skip! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, the way that was going to work is based on your perception check. That's how good of sort of a lay of the land you get. And uh, you, you guys are able to find a path where you Can guys are I able to kind of just cruise around by. for any sort of like, uh, as we're going through this empty tower to see if there's like any healing potions or poisonous weapons. Yeah, I'll say that... Um, you guys can go ahead, uh, go ahead and give me an investigation yeah. check. I meant more like the area around the tower oh, on like if it was I manned, yeah. not okay. about going into the tower. But I will say, go, go ahead and give me an investigation check as you guys get close. Um, um, my investigation isn't great. I look to Calder and I say, tell me where to look as a help action to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, that's only a seven. A seven. Okay. okay. I'll, I'll say uh, you guys look around the tower. Uh, you don't want to spend too much time yeah, climbing around here. Uh, you think you might it's like hear s- somebody. It's a walking scan. Yeah. You do, you do find some maps and things of different flying patterns and stuff, like different trade routes for Mothership. And Ooh. it looks like this is probably where they tracked the airship that they would later take down to get the Archimedic oh, transmitters. I'll a map. Yeah. I make good home decor. Sick. Wait, yeah. I think I've got a potion. Oh, it's just lotion. Should I get the lotion? <laughs> get the lotion. Okay, I bring some lotion. <laughs> What's oh, it scented like? I could use some lotion, honestly. Eucalyptus. You don't get any lotion, Cheswick. <laughs> uh, sweet. So you guys clear the woods near uh, the High Prince Cobalt's Fort um, and see that the forest begins to change. Uh, as you guys go like a couple miles out, you see the lush trees begin to thin out. Um, at first... There's all this like overgrown greenery and everything like the rest of the living wood um, until you start to reach patches of dead trees and dead grass below you. Mm. Um, and finally, dirt gives way to black ash and obsidian. Everybody go ahead and give me perception checks. Nat one. 17. Dirty 20. Cool. Um, you guys see as you proceed, there are fissures in the ground and dried out rivers based on the area. This looks like at one time, uh, it may have been covered in lava, uh, probably brought here by the ancient red dragon, Laverix, Beatrix's dragon, uh, mm. uh, of whom's lair is where they're uh, holding the summit. Wait, so there's like ash on the ground? Uh-huh. Can I scoop some up and just, I don't know, hang on to it. It seems like it could be a spell component or something. Yeah, cool, yeah. Because it was once it once meant something to Beatrix, and Beatrix is on the bottom of the ocean, and yeah. I don't know. Here, put it in this bag that was holding my apples. <laughs> it's completely empty now. <laughs> oh, we gotta go shopping. Fill an apple bag with ash. <laughs> Fill an apple bag with ash. You guys see in the distance, as the trees start to uh, die out and everything gets a lot uh, clearer, um, you see a massive inactive volcano that seems to still emit a little bit of ash out of the top. The volcano is mostly natural, except for the bottom, where there is a massive 
gate built into it, like a massive entrance. Looks like this is where Laverick's lair was. And you guys see a few dozen green dragons and green dragon elves around. Mm. Looks like they're preparing for tomorrow. This is where the summit is on. Yeah. Yeah. Do we see like a dais or a platform that... You would think it would be inside. Mm. I mean, I really don't want to get into another scuffle. Yeah. No. I so, need a break. All right. Let's just take a long walk about. <laughs> I need a break. <laughs> I'm okay. crying a little bit. If you guys... Here's what I'm going to tell you. There's kind of two challenges here. Hmm. You guys are in the middle of like a dead forest right now near a volcano, near a bunch of people that are essentially guarding this to make sure that nobody, nobody who's going to snitch to the king or whatever is going to find you. So... So they're and looking for people doing exactly what we're trying to exactly. do. Yeah. So okay. your choice is either you risk it all and you try to get in there tonight or you try to blend in with the crowd tomorrow. Okay. Maybe maybe we maybe we can do it tomorrow, but I don't know if it's going to make a difference. Is it yeah. somebody, I mean, they're dragons. Somebody's going to be watching the top of the volcano, the caldera. Yeah. Oh. I was thinking that too. Pretty cool. <laughs> is that what you're named for? No. <laughs> Maybe you have a, a not, hot cousin somewhere. Not, not, not fire shit. Guys, as as part of the crew, I think maybe old Cheswick should go in. And do no, what? No. I gotta take my shot. I know. You know <laughs> what? We need to get rid of him. Oh, yeah. All right. Calder draws his sword. What are you, what are you I'm fucking with you. <laughs> Calder's really funny. Gotcha again, Cheswick. <laughs> He's um, a comedic detective. No, you do have to wander into a nearby cave, and we're going to fill it with uh, rocks. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Excellent. <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys um, uh, hike a little bit. Uh, you find like, a nearby cave. I think there might be a bear in here. That's fine. <laughs> well, do you guys want to like collapse the cave? Yeah, but we yeah. should leave like a couple like beams of light cracks in the cave when okay. we collapse it so that he has like just like the glimmer of hope. Okay, I yeah. ready a grenade, but I'm like, someone put some fucking food in there. Oh yeah, I toss some gogurt tubes in there. Oh gogurt. Yeah. I, I enjoy One more gogurt. apple. There you go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Protein would be wonderful. <laughs> you say as, as a- he says, as unwonderful the fucking grenade makes contact. Does <laughs> he even succeed or not? No. Uh, yeah, there's an explosion nearby. I'll say uh, you essentially throw a grenade like over the cave. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Uh, so he kind of rushes in. Um, <laughs> you hear him go, "Oh, bear, stand back!" <laughs> uh, it sounds like he might be in some trouble, but. Uh, uh, you He'll hear uh, just dig his way out. Yeah, but yeah, the um, uh, front of the cave collapses. Uh, but you get the sense that uh, he probably survived. But uh, he is indeed trapped in there. Pretty okay, sure that we, gogurt was expired. We just need him to be trapped for like a day. We just need to buy ourselves a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before yeah. he rats us out. The collapse. You, you hear it muffled from behind the rocks. The collapsing cave made sort of like a little tunnel thing, and the bears on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> and the bear got all the gogurt. Yeah, I did that on purpose. Okay. Okay, but just the bear got the gogurt. <laughs> I mean, the bear wanted it more. You know, what do you want me to say, Chess? <laughs> Slip some seeds. <laughs> into can, the I, rock. can I look for some seeds? <laughs> you can look for some seeds. I got a 13. 13. Yeah, you find some seeds. I fucking right. find yeah. some seeds. Everyone just give a spit on it real quick. Like uh, disgruntled fucking. Yeah, fuck this guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I hold seeds. it in front of Bumpy. <laughs> yeah, Go right. nuts. Go absolutely nuts on the seeds. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Axelugi. 
There's uh, a tadpole in there. Toss the seeds in. Sweet. Uh, yeah, you guys toss it. You guys give food to this fucking weirdo that's stuck in the game now. Uh, who just kind of loudly complains to no one as you guys leave him. Uh, he's going to be an urban legend one day. I guess uh, maybe we should look for an uncollapsed cave of our own. Maybe with no barrier. Yeah, because actually that did look really hospitable, (laughs) We should collapse in an uncollapsed cave. Yeah. Do you have any more of that go-gurt? Because that hasn't come up before. (laughs) (laughs) So I gave away his one-time (laughs) go-gurt. Shit. That he's been carrying forever. Honestly, Alvin entrusted go- me with that go-gurt. Using a go-gurt on Cheswick is correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, you guys uh, can look around for a cave for you guys to kind of make a shelter for the night. Uh, everybody go ahead and give me nature checks. Uh, I got an at two. Okay. I got a 21. <laughs> I've rolled Sick. a lot of twos. Uh, Bumpy got an 18. Okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah, between um, Calder and Bumpy, uh, you guys find a, a decent cave. Um, seems to be abandoned by whatever animal may have... Uh, lived here at one point um and yeah you guys find a little cave uh i'll say you guys go back kind of uh backtrack a little bit get out of the wooded area with like all of the dead trees where it's kind of very easy to be seen Mm -hmm. you guys have kind of scoped out where the summit is uh and you find a safe place uh within walking distance uh quick walking distance um where you can get uh, a rest um you guys uh start a little fire Mm -hmm. in this cave well good night (laughs) wait 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 wait, 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 wait. okay all right all right well, before we all settle in, do we want to just talk about how we're going to approach this tomorrow? Yeah. yeah. I have no fucking clue, to be honest. I was really hoping we were going to be able to just swipe the egg, but that seems like that ship has long since sailed. I think the oh. egg is hatched. Yeah. Whatever's happening in there, we're going to have to go in with the group of people that's all going in. Right. We're going to yeah. have to blend in and sneak in with everyone. At this and- point, we have four... Blue dragon masks now. Right. Yeah. I got pass without trace. Yeah. And I'm pretty. Oh, handy. thank God. <laughs> well, hey, I'm here for you, Kelly. <laughs> I think. I think we're gonna be seeing what's happening at the summit at the same time as everybody else. I know. We're not gonna get to see it first. I mean, maybe just like they're clearly going to do some sort of some sort of demonstration. Mm-hmm. They bring something out, and we'll have Foster there, and. <laughs> Maybe, although... Are, are we going to make a stand tomorrow? Are we going to try to fight everybody? I don't know. I don't, can I type anymore. into the toilet paper? Hi, what should we do? <laughs> uh, Calder, you write, hi, what should we do? P.S. It's Calder. <laughs> you get a message back. Need you to get close. Then that's the mission. Okay. Okay, um, so we're just going to get close and, and hope that the piece of toilet paper <laughs> saves the day. I think we get close and then we improvise. That's what we always do. Yeah. I think this time we should stay together, though. I squeeze everyone's hands. <laughs> the kid style. <laughs> we're a troop, after all. Speaking of which, yes. I would like to give Calder... A bardic inspiration. Okay. Thank you. And I will also, as soon as you're getting tucked in, I'm going to cast Bless on you. Okay. So that's like a bardic face wash and a Bless uh, serum that yeah, goes under yeah. the eye. <laughs> okay. Uh huh. That's nice. Uh, I'm going to prepare you a cup of guidance tea. Oh, that's guidance good. Guidance isn't going to help with a saving throw. Oh, you're but right. Bless I'll still, I'll bless still okay. drink it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. How many points has Calder put on the helm? Two. Just two. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So 
as you guys go off to sleep, Saul and um, Bumpy kind of fall asleep first. Uh, Callie uh, is in her trance. Uh, Calder, you feel some anxiety about this, um, but you begin to drift to sleep with the comfort of the blessed spell and the bardic inspiration. And Calder, as you drift off to sleep, uh, your eyes blink as you start to get like tunnel vision uh, and you open them and you are on the frozen plane hand on hand with Ultras on the other side of this force field. Go ahead and give me a con saving throw. Hey, dude. (laughs) Hello. That's a 23. Good night, buddy. (laughs) Good night, golden kill day. Um, The image flashes and Ultra stays behind the force field and you stay on the right side and you drift off to a peaceful sleep. And uh, with that, uh, we'll move over to Callie. Callie, you are in a trance over by the mouth of the cave, kind of looking out onto the living wood at night. Mm. Um, You see, as you're in your trance, uh, Foster kind of waddles over and snuggles up at your side. Can he sit in my, like, crossed legs? Uh, goes over, uh, hides his feet, and plops down okay. in uh, your cross legs. And um, Callie, as you're looking out at the living wood here, you hear the sounds of the forest, the sounds of all these like dragonelles and wormlings and everything, and different kind of uh, lizards and like sister species of dragons making noise. You're very much reminded of when you would go on walks with Glenn, or you'd, you know sit on hilltops and and look at the tops of the trees and stuff like that and knowing that you will likely run into glenfear tomorrow how uh, how is calliope feeling i think calliope's feeling a bit scared that she's going to get caught up in the smoke and sandalwood of it all mm. i think that also she thinks back to calder's shit on that note <laughs> <laughs> And uh, sort of the revelation she had of like, I'm never going to be able to make him regret dumping me. Mm -hmm. But I think there's also the new feeling of like, okay, if I can't make him regret dumping me, maybe I can make him regret pissing me off. (laughs) So I think it's like, he didn't care about me, but he really fucking cares about this weapon. And if I can take the weapon from him, then at least I can see a little bit of pain on his face. <laughs> I'm like holding Foster being like, please don't intuit any of this because I know this is deeply unhealthy. <laughs> you Actually, as you, get, as you get that feeling of, I can't, I can't get to him through our relationship, but I can get yeah. to him by taking this weapon. You see that Foster begins to puff up. Foster, do you want revenge? I've been feeling like it's like really unhealthy. Uh, go ahead and give me an insight check. 19 on a die becomes a very dirty 20. <laughs> uh, Callie, Foster doesn't speak, but he's your familiar. So you sometimes kind of share feelings. Like you can feel what he feels. And usually it's just kind of, if he's scared, you'll feel scared. It's like kind of heightened emotions. But this feels special. This is different. This is a very nuanced emotion. In this moment, you feel his 
sympathy for the egg and the beast inside of it. Really? I thought he was like the antidote to it. Uh, You feel that he has like a kinship with it. And as you feel that, it kind of does jog your own memory to when you first had the egg. And you very much so sympathized with the beast inside. Yeah, I because kind of wanted to protect it. Yeah, it was supposed to go to some cruel beast master that was keeping dragons in cages. And you fled with it at great risk to yourself, away from your family, away from everyone. Mm-hmm. And you did the only logical thing that you could think of, which is, you know, you thought it was a dragon. So you brought it to the dragon elves thinking they would help. Right. And... At that moment when you were lost, when you had kind of no one to trust, when you know you couldn't go to your family, when you couldn't go to anyone else, Glenn was there. And yeah. he he manipulated you. But your yeah. your trip to the Living Wood was never, never about him. And yeah. Foster has this this like kinship with the egg. You feel it. Yeah. I I think I'm like I look down at Foster and I'm like really grateful because I think I got really hung up in how bad I felt. I got so distracted with the self-flagellation. I forgot that really all I wanted to do was just save this little egg. And now you want to save the egg. And now you want to maybe fuck over Glenn a little bit too. Yeah, you want to fuck... Okay. You want to get him? You want to stop him? Does my little baby want to stop him? Then my baby's going to stop him. Okay, okay. Calder needs to sleep. Calder needs to sleep. Hey, guys, can you keep it down? For all I I know. He's going through an epic battle. He woke up. I get another shot. You see Calder once again goes goes into a trance. No. And then I think the last thing I do is I take the shitty note out of my pocket. Jesus park. Christ. You hold on read, to that. Read it once more. Uh, <laughs> Smearing shit. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm going to light uh, a candle. Uh, shit wafts into this very small cave. Um, as Yeah. Callie, uh, yeah, you have this moment with Foster, uh, and then you re-enter your trance um and i have like a sick smile on my face (laughs) you have a sick smile on your face that stays stuck for the whole night um and the next morning uh the sun rises uh, and the light shines into the cave just bathing it all in warm light as bumpy stirs away hey bumpy you know how to make eggs hey yeah, I can make some eggs. You want me to turn to a chicken and lay some eggs? <laughs> oh, wow. That got me. You see Saul is already halfway through making an omelet. He's just like, I'll just go toss this in the river then. <laughs> oh, all right, perfect. We have a pan. <laughs> Bobby makes eggs. Uh, it's got th- that good like orange yolk. Yeah. Mm, fresh, well-treated. It's pretty funny to see a chicken wearing an apron cooking eggs that just came out of its butt. <laughs> It's kind of hilarious. You know, we got a saying at the Crick. Yeah? Keep it light. Keep Keep it light. light. Keep it light. Keep it light. Keep it light. I like that. Hey, Bumpy. I guess you said that um, you and my my daddy self went on a lot of adventures. What do you think that Big Saul would do in a situation like this? Oh, well, we mostly tried to avoid the other elves. Oh. Yeah. All right. So this is kind of- going right into a giant volcano full of them, that's that's the type of thing we- kind of bypass so you're saying that 
There's a first for everything. There's a first for everything, brother. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Salt hugs a chicken. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I guess anyone want to do some stretches? Get ready, get loose. Oh, yeah. I can cast up. Uh, if everybody wants to get into some cloaks and whatnot, and Calder, uh, I'll say this much. There are the occasional, some of the high princes uh, have like dragonborn and whatnot that uh, that might guard for them and things like that. Ooh. So having kind of a big stocky guy like you might not be too out of place in a big crowd as long as you got your cloak up and a mask on. Yeah, I guess this helm does make me look a little taller. <laughs> yeah, I'll keep the I'll keep the cloak up and the mask on. Yeah, pretend right on. to be dragonborn. Are um, there any animals around? Uh, yeah, go ahead and give me a nature check. Right. I'll, I'll help her on that. Yeah, go for it. Go with the 13. 13? Um, yeah, there are uh, birds around. I'll say you see some, like, you know, chipmunks and squirrels and things like that. And, uh, of course, there's, like, little dragons and things like that. Like, sort of lesser cousins to <laughs> wormlings. Okay, I'm just going to ritual cast Speak with Animals. Hmm? And I think I just want to, like, hit up and be like... What's the gossip? What's been coming and going <laughs> from that volcano? Anyone got something good for me? Because I've got a lot of berries for whoever's got the best gossip. Uh, you see uh, this little drake, um, this little blue drake scampers along the rocks over to you and goes, <laughs> I can tell you. I can tell you who came by. <laughs> Give me berries. So fucking yeah, strung out. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Step back. What'd you say? Hey, you have a problem. (laughs) (laughs) I just want a couple berries, man. I'm gonna give you your berry fix, but I need some. I need some information. What what have you been seeing? What have I been seeing? Well, there's all kind of dragons, man. There's white dragons. There's Uh green dragons. There's blue dragons. There's even a couple deep dragons, man. Have you been smelling any new smells? Any kind of like new animals? Yeah, man. There's usually not that many dragons out here. Okay, we're focusing. Yeah, usually they're quiet around here. It's usually pretty quiet around here. (laughs) Okay, so you're having the fucking time of your life. Yeah, there's a lot of people around. (laughs) Sometimes you can go up and you can ask for a berry and we'll give you a berry. You're tweaking. Yeah. Stop (laughs) licking your eyeballs, man. (laughs) Put it out of its misery, Callie. Do you say I'm really happy? Yeah, everybody's around. I'm really happy because everyone's around. Yeah. That's beautiful. I don't think it's being sincere. <laughs> I'm being sincere. I'm just all by myself out of here. You're what? I'm by myself out of here. Callie, wormlings do not eat berries. This thing is sick. I think it might I'm be high. <laughs> I eat squirrels too. <laughs> I collect the sick dragon under my arm and I say, stick with me, kid. You'll have nothing but berries. All right. It's a pinochle foster. <laughs> you gotta stop making funny tweakers. And I'll <laughs> okay, but um, did you see anything arriving in the cover of night? Anything that you know? There's there's the normal time when the entourages would arrive. Right, but, right, yeah. But did you see anyone try to sneak in? Yeah, well, there's a lot of people going in now, and last night it was mostly just green dragons flying around, but then a bunch of elves showed up, and there was a big gray dragon, and the gray dragon was tied up, and they had these poles, and they were shocking them. Oh, no. Is that Shroom Rot? The example. Was it Shroom Rot? Was he gray? I don't know. 
who Shroomrod is. Wait, was he covered in mushrooms? He was covered in mushrooms. Okay, Shroomrod's there. I think that whatever they're testing in there, whatever weapon they built, I think that Shroomrod might be the is recipient the, of it. What was he tied up in? Well, there were these guys that had, like, really long poles, and they would zap them. They would zap them any time they moved. You seem really excited about that. Yeah. Okay, I don't like you anymore. <laughs> All right. Bye. I, I throw him into the sky. <laughs> <You know? laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Go get your berries. Okay. You see a bigger dragon goes by and catches him and keeps flying. <laughs> um, a bit informative. That thing was fucked up. <laughs> It just, when he said, everyone's around and it's making me happy yeah. or something, yeah. it seems that was no, dangerous. Kelly, that yeah. lizard was on Molly. He was, <laughs> he was, he was peeking. He was, no, he was it was something more sinister yeah. than Molly. <laughs> uh, here, here's a question for, for you all. Uh, should I be like wearing stilts or something? Or do you think I'll be able to just pass through at my current height wearing a mask? Or should I just kind of try and hang back and just hide to the best of my ability? You know... It would be fucked up to bring, like, a kid, but somebody <laughs> might bring a kid. <laughs> I would say if you were in the middle of the woods, people might be able to, like, you know, if it's just, like, you and another person, they might be able to tell that you're a frog. But right. if we just kind of slipping into a big crowd, being subtle, we make sure we cover your big frog feet with some boots. Yeah, uh, so bring, bring your kid to the summit, day. Yeah, bring your kid to the summit. <laughs> All right. That's I don't weird. like when people bring their kids to like uh, like fucked up weird conspiratorial meetings. Uh, yeah. It happens out here in the living wood. It's just completely inappropriate. Got it. Wow. All right. So we're doing that. Callie, yeah, we might get a few looks. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna need my scene partners to help prepare me for this role. I can cast pass without trace. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I'll say that'll kind of act as almost like a disguise role. Like you guys are essentially hiding amongst the crowd. Well. Look, Callie, I know we're trying to move on from Glenn, but I did spend some time washing and ironing your track jacket. <laughs> Just so you can go in there looking fresh. Thank you. I'm going to wear it because I love my track jacket. And truthfully, Glenn would fucking hate this. Then let's go in brown. He hate it on me. You didn't wash mine, though? Um, yours is covered in eggs. <laughs> <laughs> I will press the digitation to clean your track jacket. <laughs> Thank you, Captain. Or at least one cubic foot of it. <laughs> <laughs> it was all concentrated in one cubic foot. All just a very wet bit of eggs. Yeah. So right. is so is that it? Is it time to go in? Yeah, I think so. I just think I know he's going to be on stage and everyone's going to be fucking lapping it up. Yeah. I'll just picture him in, in his underwear. Uh, no, 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 Really? He's got like a good body. <laughs> He's or... got like an insane body. Okay. It's tough. I'll picture him in a snowsuit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. From Callie's description, he's got uh, a great Actually, he makes such a hot snowboarder. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. How about like, okay, what's the least hot outfit you could Maybe wear? Like, Racquetball? Oh, that's not bad. <laughs> Those shorts are really short. They are kind of short. Racquetball's kind of hot. Uh -huh. oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like the kind of shorts that are so short that you like see the nuts. Like like oh. the nut shape. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it goes around the bin. All right, good. Got it. All right, everyone picture him in that. Racquetball it is. All right, we'll picture him in a racquetball uniform. <laughs> All right, Doug Troop, let's get going. Yeah. 
So you guys uh, exit the cave here, um, all wearing blue dragon elf masks, including Bumpy. Um, Bumpy and uh, Callie kind of just look like blue dragon elves. Uh, Calder uh, kind of standing um, a little bit shorter, uh, but uh, with like the wide frame can kind of pass for a dragonborn. And then uh, Saul's (laughs) walking next to you guys, kind of walking awkwardly in human boots, uh, (laughs) trying to hide his giant front feet. Bumpy's hand. (laughs) (laughs) All right, son. Oh, boy, thanks for taking me to the summit, Daddy. No problem. We're going to unseat the king. (laughs) I love being part of a political insurgency. (laughs) We love it. Um, So um, you guys start uh, walking towards uh, this volcano, towards Laverix's old lair. Um, And you guys see dragons flying in from all directions. Um, It's no wonder that the green dragons have seen fit to recruit the closest fort to their cause because there's no way uh, people wouldn't notice this in kind of the airspace around here. Um, You see there are white dragons, green dragons, um, lesser blue dragons. You're not seeing any like big adult ones because presumably a lot of the other high princes wouldn't be cool with this. Mm -hmm. Um, And you even see like a couple deep dragons and things like that. Just kind of Mm. lesser dragons that maybe don't have titles from uh, sort of lesser dragon lines um, or less powerful ones are all coming to the summit. Just so we understand, are they, the deep dragons, does it seem like they're betraying the deep dragons that the deep elves that we met by coming here or is it more like we just got an invitation we're curious at the very least they're going to a conspiratorial meeting held by the green elves uh which is kind of a red flag okay so it's not necessarily everyone going here isn't necessarily you know gonna join whatever glenn has planned Mm -hmm. but they're at the very least cool with hearing it out yeah yeah, we really got to invest in like some recording equipment or something, huh? <laughs> we should start a podcast. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you see, um, dragons. Some dragons are going up, and uh, what's the top of a volcano called? Caldera. Caldera. Yeah, Caldera. Some right. people are flying in through the Caldera. Calder's hot sister. Uh, some people are uh, flying in through the entrance, kind of just like tucking their wings and going mm. through the hallways. Um, and yeah, as you guys approach, let's go ahead and do a group stealth check. So with Bumpy. Uh, there's going to be uh, four of you. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll say uh, if three of you pass, that the stealth check passes. Great. But okay. we have pass without trace on us? Yeah, pass without trace. Nice. So that's added, plus 10. So it's plus 10, but I still roll with disadvantage. I'll say you don't roll with disadvantage because it's not about being seen here. It's about It's, about, it's fine if your armor is making noise. This okay. is just flat. Yeah, got it. Um, I got a 35. <laughs> For fuck's sake. I got a 36. Whoa. Yes. You're a very convincing child. I got a 17. 17. Okay. Wow. Look at all the dragons. <laughs> yeah. We see them all the time, kid. You're lucky. We're you're a fucking dragon. Oh, all man. right. Yeah. Yeah. But just I, the majesty I of guess it we all. usually just see the blue and the green ones. Yeah. No, look. it's like a rainbow. There's a white are you, one. Are you getting older? <laughs> <laughs> I inhaled right some now, dragon smoke. Right now, I believe him as a dragon elf, but I think he's a dragon elf pretending to be a child. <laughs> oh, right. I need to change my voice. Um, yes. Um, that's right, oh, son. Oh, that, uh, let's keep Wow, walking. did you wild shape your throat? I tried to. <laughs> it's incredible, Bumpy. <laughs> um, so you guys um, walk into this entrance, uh, joining uh, this huge throng of dragon elves and dragons uh, as you are in disguise. And you enter the lair 
the former lair of Lavericks, the Red Dragon, Beatrix's dragon, as uh, Glenfear Gladewind's summit is about to begin. And that's where we'll end our session. Oh. Oh, boy. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Still not giving us that Glen peep yet, huh? Mm, no Glen peep us yet. We're hungry episode. for it. Next time. Slake us, Murph. <laughs> All right. We'll talk more about Glen over on our short rest. That's patreon.com slash nadpod. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. Don't sing yet. Don't, do it. Don't even freaking think about it. Don't even think about it. Does anybody have anything they'd like to plug? Nadpod.com slash live. We just announced three. Brand new shows. Uh, they are in Denver, Atlanta, and Nashville. That's right. Oh, yeah, check them out. So check those out. We're doing old Southern Dip. Yeah, Very that's exciting. your hometown show too. So that's let's, right. Let's sell that one out quick. Yeah, if we everyone can. come to the show. Everyone come to Nashville. Um, there's a lot of stuff to do there. Get yourself some hot chicken. Uh, go see the Parthenon. <laughs> Most, and, and also our show. Right. And our show, most of all. If there's time, if there's time after checking out the Parthenon, there's a lot of fun stuff in there. There's a golden statue of Athena in there. You're going to want to read out the history of that. Cool. Yeah, definitely. Nadpod.com slash live. Um, I would love to shout out some P.O. Box stuff, if that's okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, here we go. Telekitty Creations, uh, a patron and elder of the show, sit as a dice dunce chair. Uh, thank you very much. I definitely need it for my uh, wicked little <laughs> dice children. Uh, except this episode, they were rolling real hot. So yeah, <laughs> yeah you started pretty rough, but from there it was oh on that twenties. Yeah, yeah. It was a nice. You know what? It was uh, we had like a nice bumpy stretch of twenties, and I like to hey, think bumpy for it. Bumpy <laughs> dude. Uh, someone sent us a bunch of Animorphs books. Oh my god! <laughs> so oh, many. Sick. Yeah, I can't wait to read those. That's right. Yeah, yeah. that's all Jake. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is for Jake's reading list. Uh, there was a hardcover copy of the Animorphs book, Visser. <laughs> hard, hard copy. Yeah, it looks nicer than like most uh, books from antiquity. Yeah, it's... A coffee table Animorphs yeah, book. Exactly. You can show this to your parents. Uh, let's see. Chandler uh, sent me a swim band from the camp we both went to as kids. Whoa. Yeah, because uh, I talked about swim bands one time. Uh, this is great. I can finally swimming lakes again now that it wow happens. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. couldn't it's, do it without i've been banned from lakes s- he would have sank right to the bottom let's see <laughs> um rob sent us a copy of the boondock saints signed by ron jeremy for some reason what? i don't know why but it is signed by ron jeremy who is in the movie um let's what? see yeah murph Interesting. you uh murph assured me privately that this will be he will be placing it next to his computer for inspiration <laughs> <laughs> sure yeah Let's see. Uh, Jeff S. sent us a huge care package full of Witcher dice, 5e supplements. Um, let's see. A, a copy of the Super Mario World Super Show, uh, Animorph books, and the Yu-Gi-Oh! movie. Just everyone just <laughs> absolutely is taking over our uh, DVD racks and bookshelves. <laughs> Incredible. Um, let's see. Bear sent us a pair of 3D printed D20 truck nuts. Hell yeah. Ooh. Yeah. See, this is what we want. No more DVDs. Send us novelty things you printed that yep. look just <laughs> terrible to behold. Caldwell's wife Suze was saying how much she really liked that and, yeah. was, and wanted us to uh, get more in the P.O. box. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a, that's the only problem with these truck nuts is there's only one set. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we all want to wear them to live shows. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. wearing them like a little Playboy bunny tail. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> yeah, you wear it on a very long necklace. <laughs> so it dangles in the front. Uh, and against all odds, Eric R. also sent us 3D printed truck nuts. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Uh, they've also made the pattern available to all. Just search D20 truck nuts on printables.com if you dare. If you <laughs> <Good> dare. <laughs> uh, thank you all, everyone. We are flush with nuts. Um, if you would like to send us weird DVDs or uh, just printed genitals. Yeah. <laughs> The nature of the P.O. box makes it so by the time we receive it in the mail, we've forgotten that we made the joke. <laughs> and then it's just 
you know, like hearing the joke for the first it's time. Great. All over it's great. It's a very ominous aura yeah. to open these boxes. Uh, 1920 Hillers Avenue, number 222, Los Feliz, California, 90027. Keep confusing us, baby. Sweet. <laughs> um, and you can follow us on social media that we may or may not use at CHMurfsMe, at Caldy's Caldwell. Addy Axford's Emily and Addy Gortz is Jake. And you can tweet about the show using hashtag NADPOD. That's N-E-D-D-P-O-D. We, we are, we are, the youth of the nation. We are, we are, the youth of the nation. It is the end of our show, which means it's time once again to sing the praises of our benevolent council of elders. Everyone, please stand, put your hand over your heart, and join me in repeating their names. Brad D., Jeffrey S., Hugh C., Later McSkater, Matt M., Jordan D.J., Cutter W., Daniel G., Dylan B., who is selling a Galad trading card for 100 brown leaves. Steep, but worth it. Live from New York, it's Dungeon Mama! Danielle the Dastardly Dame, Beardman Dan, Danny P., Michael McD., Vincent W., Miss Tear Cole, Victor T., a.k.a. Balnor's Boy, Dominic P., Andrew B., Justin I., Ragnar Fairdwind, TJM, Trelay the Cray, Jared E., Christopher B., Damio R., cyborg version of Josh the Kobold, Jerry, master of the Guy Horn, Richard X. Machina, Michael L., Taylor S., Callum L., Jack L., Sam L., Nicholas C., Thadiator, Le Gladiator, Samuel B., Mike H., Matthew E., way cooler than Angry Wheat, Adam G., Tyler F., Faust the Feisty, Panama James, Andrew the Bard, nope, nope, sorry, just Andrew the Druid here, Adrian the Halfling Bardificer, Calder's Other Helm, which is possessed by the spirit of El Shea Guevara, huh, how about that, Captain Sigil, Diana de los Lopez, Cece Lulu, Hercule Poirot, the Rabbit Folk Detective, Timmy R., Croc, a Holic, Lucas B., Reiko, It's Kevin, Calder's Cold Come, hashtag rise, my comrades, and spread the camaraderie. Brrr, getting cold just thinking about it. KDW, Taylor B., the vengeful one winged angel, Taylor B., Cass, skateboard Cass, captain of the Stevens, Stephen Cole. Mike K, Lady Taco, Brian G, Joy T, Nara, K, Jake L, Nick W, Brave the Badger, Agnitty, who's not above bragging about having tickets for both the NYC show and Margarita Mayhem, brag away, it is your right. Foster the Boneless Duck, Aaron the Asshole Ranger, Big Bad Beardo the Mad, Eric McD, Giant Monsters on the Horizon, Galad Roselle, the White Rose of Galateron, strike true, Christian A, J Dragonborn, Joe Rowe, the Inappropro, Liam D, the Sandrian, Ben A, Feldonus, John the Third, Dave H, Vivian, Koala Bear, Catherine S, David K, Christian S. Rebecca G, Dustin S, Connor F, Hawkeye Pierce, Bookfar's assistant Izzy F, Marky Mark the Marvelous Mining Engineer, 
Cat C, Kelsey J, Pork Chop, Misa of House Inzunza, Ariel, the Occasional Mermaid, Chris S, the purveyor of the ultimate blend of Butterfinger BBs and the Vervain Elixir. I will be having a private meeting with you to discuss the formula. Selena N, aka Velociraptor, B Perky Always, Pat L, Achutha A, Lauren H, Ryan S, the Bone Duster, Annie M, the Crotchet Crafty Queen, the Charming Fluff, Robot Crisps, Telekitty Creations, Fan Illustrator, insert request here. Oh boy, this time, you know, we gotta see that P-Knuckle. Gots to see that P-Knuckle. Ploops, Carly Ann, Addie K, Wesley T, a random NPC with a funny voice. AP Cleric, Lori P, Murph the Nerf Mascot, Grant L, Connor S, Christopher J, Pebblepot. To the Doritors, my first D&D party. May all of our adventures be wondrous. Thank you for being my friends. Salil, Leviathan, BioQuart7, Amber Dextrous, Sullivan H, Trub Hopdropper, Sydney Tatum, Jack H, Strong Caldwell Conspiracy Theorist I work out every day to make it less of a theory. Vanderay says, at CHMurf, who's a nasty little pee-pee boy. I know it, you know it, spread the word, folks. Garble the Moist, Lindsay W, Juicy Kiwi, featuring Murph's laugh after Caldwell called Shane's murderer a jerk. Champ Wild, Valen, Beep, Carlin C., Stan, the Dragon Man, holder of too many bags. Emily S., Cody, NTREP, Pindergreen's roommates, you're both so brave. Harry Cox, Noah, the bagel of all things, Justin LeBee, Tori, Levi L., Pindergreen's pungent pudding, hashtag CCC, hashtag slanging that rope. Owen T., Miss Bunny, Marcos P., Jordan P., the occasional crit reporter. Learns the Balanced Druid, Dakota James P, Frida M, Pagos, self-proclaimed Fay Prince, Tracy P, the Crick Elf Librarian, Friar Frizzed, Andy E, Dina S, Holly Hyena, Kristen Z, the I will use what you love against you DM, we admire your iron courage, Leia C, Paige H, Helen of Briz. May B, Pixel Stars, Akash T, Kristen with a K, Cal, just Cal, Commodore Galaxy, Edison N, Russell H, a monk named Dilgo, yes, the whole thing, yes, every time, Neos, the novice monster hunter, our strangely familiar new friend Simon, we all had a shared dream, he insisted he was singing Artemis and Parts of All by Gunship. Patrick, Lorelai Frost, Mike, the adorkable bike, Morgan M, appealing sticker, Stephen E, Sydney and Andrew L, John Adams, yes, like the president, well, Mr. Adams, it is truly an honor, Meg, the mail carrier of Bohemia, James F, Cap'n Cappy, M4L, Wayfarer, currently in a trademark dispute with Mothership over the patent on the SS Stormborn. We'll block you at every turn, Wayfarer. Andrew B. Cope Fresh. Barpo Goodbarrel, Barbarian, and Brewer Emeritus of Waterdeep, Welshlander. Garrett G., a.k.a. One Big Curd. Eric M. Mr. D. Sean J. Mr. Silly Head. Ethan B. 
Monster Captain Renee S. Hop, the Dancing Rabbit. Hope's Dagger, the only dagger of hope. Olivia, the enchanting bard who will totally be making money and a grand novel off the duck team's tails with an on-the-go, all-the-stops show. Blue Slade, the artificer. Michaela R. Riley S. Sir Sig 93. Fico, angry wheat. The game itself just trying to find himself. Tony G. Thrath. Corbo's calamitous cum shot. Hashtag CCC forever. Sorry, Jake. You made your bed and you laid in it, friend. Josh H. Jack the Jack's jinxing rogue in search of Bohemia's biggest balls. A horse killed by a hard one. Mango empanadas. Timidar. Yes, I'm the twin brother of Dimidar, and no, I'm not proud of it. Rented mules. Trogdor. The burninator. Clementine T. Caleb L. Obi Kwan. Simone Birdlife Morgan. Pixie the Kelpie. Jay Wonder, a sentient myconid going door-to-door handing out religious pamphlets. Cantrip Dumbledore, the bear onesie-wearing barbarian with a bad back. Papa Wookie, MJ, the BFG drinking tea by the sea. Camden L, Ducky, Samantha K, a big squid, Cronus Maximus, Gino T, Squid Minty, and Alden F. Whew! Folks, that is all of our elders. Thank you so, so much to all of you who support us. We really appreciate it. If you would like to join that crew, you can go to patreon.com slash nadpod. That's it for us this week. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>